to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, mainly movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Pro. Okay, I gotta save you from the floor. <laughs> you started out so slow, and it's like, oh, he's doing good this time. He's just slowing <laughs> it down. People can actually understand what he's saying. Nope. Nope. Blitz straight through the rest of that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co host, Batman. See, that's the appropriate pace. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Matt, what okay. should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Cool. What you been up to? Well, I watched Mudbound recently. Cool. And by recently, I mean I finished it immediately before I came to pick you up. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's a Netflix original movie, actually, which oh, is exciting. Okay, it's good. Yeah. Um, that got nominated for an Oscar, didn't it? Yeah. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so, yeah, it's a... It's a kind of a complicated story of a family, um, a guy and his wife and his brother, um, and the guy and his wife go out and buy a farm in Mississippi, and there's a black family that's share tenants there because this is like World War II okay. era. Um, so one of the plot points is um, the brother goes off to fight in World War II, and the eldest son of this black family goes off to also fight, and the racist-filled grandpa is there. Oh, good. Um and it's it's about uh, family and racism and PTSD and love and a lot of stuff. There's a lot of themes. Is it like a drama or is it? It's a drama. No, it's it's not funny. Okay. <laughs> it's it's grim, but it's also it's sweet and hopeful and okay. in places. Some, All right. Some places. It's got a lot of really good actors. I don't remember any of their names because they're like, oh yeah, I recognize he's good. I don't know who he is. Let me just pull up the IMDb real quick. Oh, yeah, it's got Carrie Mulligan. She plays the wife. She's an actress I really like. Who has she done? Um, I don't know. I can't really seen her in. Um, okay, well, don't strain yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Garrett Hedlund plays the main guy. I don't think I'd seen him before. But it's got um, uh, Mary J. Blige, who's really good. She's the um, the mom of this black share tenant family. Um it's got uh, Rob Morgan, who you might know as Turk from The Menu. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, and he's really good. Um, Jonathan Banks, who's Mike Ermintrout from Breaking Bad. Okay. Um, Jason Clark, who was... He's got that weird eye, doesn't he? He's like a weird, kind of like one weird, like kind of squinty eye. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, kind of. Uh, Jason Clark, who's the main character in the second Planet of the Apes reboot. Still haven't um, seen all those. He was John Connor in Terminator Genisys. Genisys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Probably a couple other people I'm forgetting. Uh, Jason Mitchell plays the the eldest son of the black family that goes off to fight in World War II, and he's really good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, very good movie. Highly recommend. It's heavy, though, and it's slow. But, yeah, it's good stuff. Cool. Good stuff. Um, I have been playing Uncharted. Uh, I had the uh, the very last scene of the last game spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. Like I just watched, I was just scrolling through Facebook videos because they had like those recommended videos or whatever, and I saw that and I was like, wow, that's really good voice acting. And I, I like I've been meaning meaning to play this game. It's a uh, kind of three D platformer treasure hunting game, essentially. Or not like treasure. I've heard good things. It's like I think there's a few mechanics of it that are kind of enraging. Uh, in the first, I've only played the first one so far. That the you you get on a jet ski and like it's really enraging because like you're when you're accelerating it's either on or off Uh. there's no like i can kind of slowly go around this you're like either going you're flooring it or you're stopped okay um 
but uh, the voice acting is phenomenal because it's Nolan North who's one of the best modern mm-hmm. voice actors. You got like Nor- Nolan North, Troy Baker, uh, Kevin Conroy's kind of done. He he hasn't done much lately. He's, he's kind of pa- iconic. I think he's passed the Batman yeah. torch lately. Right. And you got and then Mark Hamill. So like those Mark are kind of the powerhouses of voice mm-hmm. acting. Uh, and Nolan North, uh, they he does motion capture with his face while he's recording things. Okay. So the faces are like there's actually like facial reactions stuff. But this was like 2000. I want to say 2005. Wow. So that was groundbreaking for its time. Oh, yeah. Which is why Uncharted is so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, there's four games out. I got the first three for 20 bucks because there's a Nathan Drake package. Oh, nice. So I was like, oh, I'll fucking do that. Okay. And I'll get four whenever it's cheap. Mm-hmm. So. I've heard them talking about uh, doing an Uncharted movie there's at some no, point. No, th- it is a movie. That, it uh, is a movie? Yeah. Tom Ho- well, not yet. Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. Okay. Which I don't really see. They could honestly just get Nolan North. Mm-hmm. But I can see how Tom Holland looks a little like him, but his Nolan North's voice is a lot deeper than Tom Holland's. Not mm-hmm. like deeper, but like raspier and more more an adult, not like a twenty one year old. But okay, because well, that's how old he is, right? Twenty one, twenty two, something like that. Yeah. Okay. But Tom Holland's pro- hot property right now, so he's going to be in everything. everything for about yeah. three years, and then they'll realize he's kind of better at certain things. And yeah. Slack him off a bit. They'll realize he. Can, well, I mean, actually, it's really good for. Uh, it's really good they got him because it is a three D platforming, which is which is essentially climbing and jumping and gymnastics and stuff like that so he can do that stuff himself plot twist at the very end he like rips open his jacket and it's a spider suit <laughs> <laughs> <That'd be> awesome <laughs> um and they also have uh fuck i want to say jason isaacs but but it's not i oh my god i looked at it it's another they only have two members two people cast mm-hmm. it's him and it's uh fuck maybe it's oh my god i just drew a blank on his name who does he play freaking bad uh, oh, oh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. I think he's the other person. Okay. I can't remember. It's an old. It's an older actor. Not older, but like, he's 50s. he's like, yeah, big name actor. I think it's Brian Cranston. Okay. I know exactly who's who he's gonna play because there's a gentleman that would be about that age difference. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. So yeah, that's that's in the making. I think it's a 2019 film. Okay. Very so, cool. Very yeah. cool. Uh, so that's what I've been up to. All uh, right. Any news? Uh, it's been kind of a slow news week. It has. Um, Speaking of Tom Holland, there is a rumor apparently that he's going to make a no. It's, cameo it's confirmed. Appear- it's, it's confirmed. Spider Man will not show up, but uh, Peter Parker will make a cameo in the Venom okay. movie. Yeah. Okay. I believe it's confirmed. All right. You so heard I, it here I may, first, I may second, be, third, eighth, ninth. I may be a day behind on that, so I may not. Have well, I mean, no, like it's not. It it was rumors that Spider Man would appear, mm-hmm. but then Sony basically said, basically denied that, confirming that Peter Parker will show up. Okay. So. And it could be anything from he's actually there, or they reference him, and or like he shows up like on a TV or something. Right. They haven't said to what extent his cameo will be. Right. Um, hopefully, it's hopefully it's not a Stan Lee thing where it's like, wow, that guy looks like a black version of me. See, this is what I'm talking about: <laughs> facial comedy. We need a camera on me. Yeah. Most of the comedy is facial. Um, uh. Also, I really hope they don't put Stan Lee because that. If it's supposed to be like a dark humor, because that's kind of what I've heard Venom is. He's like a dark humor. Probably person. sometimes. I haven't um, read anything I haven't with Venom either. But that's what I've heard is that like the directors are like, we're gonna stick to his dark humor, and I'm like, that'll be kind of cool to see. Mm, um, I but like then, Tom Hardy with that. but then throwing Stan Lee in there, I'll just be like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of Stan Lee. He just needs to retire from life. Not from like life. Wow, life. that was not death. Harsh. <laughs> he needs to retire and leave. <laughs> and not come out. Uh, Anything else? Uh, I really have no news. Not really. The Mission Impossible Six trailer is going to drop during the Super Bowl. Oh, there was a oh fuck who, 
it wasn't Daily Mail. Someone, someone like advertised. Oh, AMC Theaters advertised. Oh, uh, it was like <laughs> Tom Cruise comes back in Mission Impossible Six: The Fallen Kingdom. It's like you mixed no. that up a little bit. <laughs> Although you know how much I would pay to see a Mission Impossible Jurassic Park <laughs> mashup <laughs> crossover event. God, that'd be insane. Uh, can I you w- imagine affording Chris uh, Chris Pratt and Jason and uh, Tom Cruise. That took you a long time to get that name out. Jason. I almost said Jason Todd. <laughs> I almost said Jason Todd. Tom Cruise is Tom Jason Cruise Todd. Tom Cruise is Nightwing? No. Do not. <laughs> Fuck you with that. Oh, oh, that was the other thing. Um, There's been some, at least, people talking about the idea of casting Dylan O'Brien as Nightwing. Dylan O'Brien. What has he done? He's the Maze Runner kid. What does he look like with long hair? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's kind of the primary. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the primary thing, because like some people can pull off long hair, some people cannot. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna stick to Nightwing, Nightwing usually has long hair, longish hair. We can do a continuity where he doesn't. That's fair. We have a continuity that Batman kills, so why the fuck not yeah, cut exactly. one Nightwing's hair? Yeah. Well, I think I think he's a good actor, and I think he's at least sort of got the look. Yeah, I mean, but like this is the millionth person that are like we should have them as Nightwing. But also, also, he is very much one of the kinds of guys who likes doing his own stunts. He actually got good. he got injured on the set of the See, no, most recent Maze Runner. I think that. honestly, I think Tom Holland would be kind of good because it's that'd be too weird. People wouldn't be able to keep that. Yeah, straight. I guess <laughs> that's true. It's because it's gymnastics. Mm-hmm. He came from a circus. He was a t- he was a trapeze artist. Right. That's where his skills come from. Right. So you need someone who will do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like and I and I'm confident in saying that you need someone who's going to stick to the, what the comics Nightwing is because Chris McKay is obsessed with Nightwing yeah. and will stick to the comics. Yeah. Um, so. Yep. Well, for what it's worth, I like Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. So. But I think that that might, I, I think we're going to get a nobody. It's I, possible, I really yeah. hope we get Just a nobody. Because that's what, that's what we wanted to do for Batgirl. That's what Joss Whedon wanted to do mm-hmm. with Batgirl. Is he still attached to that? I don't know. DC doesn't know what they're doing DC anymore. does not know what they're doing. They're going to be, fl- I think they're going to, I think they're going to wait for Flashpoint to kind of like kick things off, get them going. Yeah. So. Which, I, think, I think they're basically committed to like. Aquaman, Batman, Flashpoint, Wonder Woman to Shazam at this point. Well, Shazam is being filmed. Yeah, <laughs> I think like I think those five. I think Shazam is going to be missing. amazing. I hope so. I am really stoked for it because I follow Pony Smasher. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this was on a live or on a actual episode or a backup episode, but like David F. Sandberg's Twitter handle <laughs> and stuff is Pony Smasher. That's pretty great. So I watch. I I follow him, Asher Angel, and uh, Zach Levi. So I kind mm-hmm. of get all of those things as they happen. Okay. That's smart. That's smart. Um, he, uh, Zach Levi posted something on Instagram that was his neck down mm-hmm. when he was in the makeup chair. So I'm wondering what they're going to do. I wonder if maybe there's like a lightning thing in his eyes at some point and they're kind of doing something with that. And he didn't want to like spoil that. But what if he's got a lightning shaped scar in his forehead? Eh? See, I thought you were going, what if he got a lightning shaped scar on his face? I'm like, no, that's, that's, that would be Savannah. Hey, Dr. Savannah, but uh, I get your Harry Potter yeah, thing. No. Yeah. No, I but was going somewhere different with that. <laughs> oh, shit. Who was just cast? Uh, Mark Strong. Mark right? Strong, that's right, yes. Good, I love Mark Strong. That It's good to, it's, this is really them saying, okay, Green Lantern is not part of this universe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Although Which is a pity, because he was a perfect Sinestro. He's a Sinestro. perfect Sinestro. Yeah. Like, he looks the part, and he can play villain. The, sinis- the, so sinis- the sinister. The sinister. <laughs> He's putting the sinister in Sinestro. Yeah. Puts the stro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, anyway. Nothing else news? 
Well, there's one other big news item, but it's the fact that the Oscar nominations were released, and we're going to talk oh, about yes. that for our main topic. So. We have, we're going to talk about Oscars, such as yep. Oscar Isaac and uh, Oscar the Grouch and uh, Oscar Wilde and <laughs> I'm out of Oscars. Yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> all of them. <laughs> okay, so originally we were going to do this where we made a little game out of it guessing what the nominations were, but I forgot all about that and looked at the list as soon as it released. You fool. I was all excited about it. So, because I messed it up, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make Preston guess all of them, because that's fair. I have not, I did. I avoided looking at it. There's a few that I caught in passing, like uh, visuals for Guardians. and Inevitably. And like uh, several for Shape of Water, I think, actually, now that I think about it. Well, yeah. Um, but that was kind of the just the Oscar bait that was always going to yeah, win a lot of Yeah, that's what happens when I follow on Twitter and Instagram pretty much every right. <laughs> director I can. So right. <laughs> I see all these things like, hey, this look, look what we got. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to make a game out of it. Yeah, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the categories, and I'm going to tell you how many nominations there are. Okay. And you have a list of at least most of the films that have been nominated a few categories. Are just that I skipped do? For logical reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll see how many of these you can get. Okay, what, what's my reward um, for how many getting points? What? What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can record this and we can I can start my own brownie points. Oh, that okay, yeah, okay. Okay, so I'll, I'll think for, up, I'll for think context reasons. I like to throw random questions about like DC related mm-hmm. at Sean, Matt, and uh, Gage essentially, mm-hmm. like kind of for the main ones, and they get brownie points for how difficult it is. Like brownie points, how many? How many flashes have there been? Mm-hmm. Like, quick. And, uh, and name them all. Three. Barry okay. Allen, Wally West, and the 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 original one whose three, name I'm blanking on. Two. One. All right, you get Flash two. Flash Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> you get two points for that. Jay Garrick is the original. Okay, so I think um, I'm five. That's right. And Bart Allen has actually been a Flash. So technically four, but... If we're looking at like main continuity of people mm-hmm. who have been Flash, okay. Um, so, so, so that like things like that. All right. So I think my system is there's ten brownie points on the table, and the total percentage of all of the Oscars that you guess. So like it's I, I said there's five visual effects, and if you guess three of them, that's three out of five. That's sixty percent. And so if you maintain sixty percent throughout, you get six brownie points. Okay. How are you going to keep track of that? I have an Excel file open already. Oh, nice. That was quick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Let's okay. do this. All right. I'm starting at the bottoms because then we can get to the that interesting. Let's save the best for last. Okay. So best visual effects. Best visual effects. There's Guardians five. of the Gal. Okay, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly Shape of Water. I feel like there's a water, a lot of water effects. Mm-hmm. That might. Nope. Nope. All nope. right. So am I only guessing five? Uh, yeah. We'll say you guess five. How about okay. how about this? I you guess list, the number. You list your five. No, I'll, I'll tell you the number. Okay. And then you give me a list that is that number. Okay. And then I tell, tell me you. how. Okay. Okay. Um, Blade Runner, Star Wars, Coco. Okay. That's you are list. three for five. Oh fuck yeah, sixty uh, percent! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you nailed Blade Runner and Guardians, which you already knew, and Star Wars. Kay. And the other two were Kong Skull Island and War for the Planet of the Apes. Ah, oh, I didn't make it all the way to the bottom of my list. Ah. <laughs> I should have done that. Yeah, so no. So this was visual effects, live visual effects, right? Right. Okay, so so Coco was a shot that's that an, that's animated. I animated. Okay. Right. All right. So do you think there's a favorite among those? Star Wars. I'm kind of leaning more for the Planet of the Apes. Okay, that, I haven't seen those. That ape CGI makeup, or not even like makeup, the ape CGI yeah. is just ridiculous at this okay. point. Okay. 
So that's really good. How much of Kong is is? Oh well, I guess they have those Kong like skull leaders and there's giant skull leaders. Yeah, and there's giant monsters. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think War is probably the favorite. Oh, that's right. We should we should be looking at our guesses because we're gonna oh, go yeah. back and check that. So we'll we'll do our guesses. So you're saying I'm I'm going with War for the Planet of the Apes. Wapota. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going Star Wars. Okay. Best film editing. Best there film are editing. again five. Um, mm, I want to say Justice League just because I think the editing saved it for what it is. Okay. I'm gonna say Justice League. Fuck, I don't know. I'm just gonna throw random ones out at this point. I told you I'm excited about this category for a specific reason. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, three billboards. Say, Greatest Showman, and Baby Driver. How many are there? Five. Five. So that's mine. Two okay. for five. Uh, Baby Driver and Three Billboards are on there, along with Dunkirk, which is oh, the reason fuck. I was excited, because Dunkirk versus Baby Driver, and then I, Tanya and the Shape of Water. I, Tanya, okay. Yeah, I don't, I haven't seen I, Tanya, so I can't speak to that one, but yeah. I, if I had to pick, I'm going to go with Baby Driver for this one, but this is one of those categories I'm really excited about, because I think Baby Driver and Dunkirk both have really good editing, uh-huh. and I think it's going to be an interesting competition, okay. so that's uh, where I'm at. I'm going to say Dunkirk. Okay. Just best editing. Costume design. Again, there's uh Spider-Man. Five. Okay. Uh Justice League. Mhm. Uh <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Uh possibly Shape of Water and let's go Wapota. All right. Again, 2 for 5. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh Beauty and the Beast and Shape of Water are on there. Greatest Showman on there? Nope. Uh, Darkest Hour, actually. Oh, okay. Phantom Thread, um, and Victoria and Abdul. Okay. I, um, I think none of the, I knew what no one of the, none of those were, so I have no idea. Right. Well, I think I think Darkest Hour was just kind of logical because it's a period piece, and period pieces always do well in costume. That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know for this one. I'll say Shape of Water, just for the heck of it. So what? What did I get? Beauty and the Beast. Yep, and and, and Shape and of Water. Okay. Um, makeup and hairstyling. There's only three. Uh, makeup and hairstyling. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. It's specific to hairstyling, too? Yeah. Um, We're going through the boring ones first. I'm going to do Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to throw random ones in there. So let's say Call Me By Your Name and Roman J. Israel Esquire. <laughs> that was random. You are 0 for 3, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what are uh, they? Darkest Hour, Victoria and Abdul, and Wonder. Okay. Um, I suppose Wonder would have. I think Darkest Hour makes sense because they turned Gary Oldman from Gary Oldman into, into Winston Ju- Churchill, yeah. and it looks really convincing. Yeah. So I think that makes sense. Did he get fat for that, or was that a fat suit the whole time? I'm pretty sure that was a fat suit. That's Okay, that's pretty good. Poor okay. him for having to wear that yep. for an entire fucking right. movie. Is that going to be your guess? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, oh, cinematography. This one's always an interesting one. Oh, God. One. Okay, can you describe what it means by cinematography? Um, kind of just like the, the visual aesthetic of it. So, um, Blade Runner. Dunkirk. There's five, by the way. Okay. Uh, fucking hell. Uh, Lady Bird. No. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. He doesn't know anything about the Oscar bait movies. Shape of Water. <laughs> <laughs> and Greatest Showman. Three for five. Okay, that's not bad. Um, So you said 
uh, Shape of Water, Blade Runner, I think, obviously. Mm-hmm. And you said Dunkirk? Yep. Okay, yep. Those three, and then Baby Driver and Star Wars. See, I try to avoid, like, the big ones. Oh, just wait, because I feel like they're sorry. All... I was looking at the wrong one. The fuck? <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> uh... Yeah, you still you still got your three, but the other two were Darkest Hour and Mudbound. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what Darkest Hour. I haven't seen. Yeah. I, I think next year we need to or <laughs> we need to focus on seeing all of the Oscar yeah. ones. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I I really hope Blade Runner wins because um, Roger Deakins is the cinematographer. This is his fourteenth nomination, and he has never once won. Oh wow, <laughs> that is unfortunate. Which is, I'm pretty sure a record. Uh, so I don't even. I, I just have to predict that one because I hope it is. This is cinematography, right? Yeah. I'm going to say Blade Runner. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because... Gosh, that was just a gorgeous movie. That was a gorgeous movie. movie. Like, like Dunkirk the tones was... shift all the time, and it yeah. was amazing. Like, Dunkirk was effective, and Mudbound was pretty, and Shape of Water was good, but Blade Runner's just... Yeah, Blade Runner took you to the areas. The like, yeah. each act had its own tone and yeah. visual effect. Yeah, the way it's each shot is constructed just... Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful work. Beautiful. All right. Um, Next category. How many categories are there? A bunch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just hurry through these boring ones. Production design. There are, again, five. Uh, Disaster Artist. I, Tanya. Fucking Molly's Game. The Post and the Phantom Thread. Oh for five. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were just randomly guessing. There. I was. I don't know what production design means. Well, I'll read you the list, and that might help. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, Blade Runner, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and The Shape of Water. I'm going to start guessing those ones only, because I seem to get the... <laughs> those seem to be the most... Uh, well, if you guess Shape of Water for everything, you're probably going to do pretty well. That's what I was kind of starting to do. <laughs> and I do in the last one, but... Yeah. Yeah, production design is just... It's like sort of how everything is put together it's sort of a holistic it it looks good and the sets are well designed and okay. um, stuff like that i guess um so i'm gonna i'm gonna go with blade runner again just because the world of that movie is really intimate again uh beauty and the beast blade runner darkest hour dunkirk shape of water I'll say Darkest Hour just because I feel like there's more than one set and doing a period. It's similar to costume design. Okay. So I think maybe Darkest Hour that's, might be that one. That's probably a good argument. I just really hope it's not Beauty and the Beast. I honestly, as much as like I'm like, Disney's great, I just want the Beauty and the Beast to die. Yeah. Like, like I've, Jungle Book was great. Sean's going to hate me when she listens to this. You know what? But I, don't, I don't care. Cause <laughs> oh, damn. Here's, here's my problem with it is – if you're going to remake a movie, you have to do enough to justify its existence. And yeah. while Beauty and the Beast is fine, it does not add anything. I'm, yeah, if, it's if just to, a remake. Yeah, if it's, a, it's a remake, and the stuff that's added doesn't help it, and a lot of it just kind of looks really creepy in CGI or yeah. cartoony. Yeah. And the original is just – it's beautiful visually, and this one's, like, off-putting. And, it, like, there's a lot that kind of – I think the problem that you, you get from doing – Remakes, like I wish they kind of pursued their uh their their series with Maleficent and then whoa <laughs> Maleficent mm-hmm. because that'd be kind of cool. I like seeing oh villains not that bad. Uh, uh, now that I say that, I feel like that's actually kind of a I hated that part of it. But <laughs> uh but no, but like if you're you remake these things that were created by pretty shitty company at the time, mm-hmm. and times have changed and things are way different now. 
But like these movies, while it's like, oh, Beauty and the Beast, the music and the beautiful dress and the uh the memoraries of the 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 cartoons, it's like mm-hmm. that is not culturally important right now. Yeah. That like, is not what's going on right now. It, it's not it's on its own, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. But I think I you, don't care. I think you could have changed the movie a little bit mm-hmm. to make it more culturally relevant. And yeah. they didn't do that. Yeah. And then look at look at uh Jungle Book cuz that's a remake that fully justifies its own existence cuz that is it's it's a good movie. It adds to the story of the original in in new and exciting ways and mm-hmm. the the animal CGI is beautiful and basically that alone would justify it. It's yeah. it's good. It's it's a good movie and if I have to choose between the cartoon and the remake, I'm probably going to choose the remake. Yeah. Which for me is the definition of justifying its own existence. I wonder what the uh the percentage of people who went to see it in the theaters are of like people who were huge fans of the car- of the animated movie mm-hmm. and people who were going to see a movie. Cuz I feel like most of the population w- that went to see it was just like, "Oh, let's go see Beauty and the Beast because of Beauty and the Beast." Like, yeah, you Well, in all fairness, I went to see all the DC movies cuz it's DC. Yeah. <laughs> but also this really feels like the one where it's like, "Well, we know it's not going to be bad, we know it'll be family friendly. We'll just take the kids cuz we're going to go to the movies this afternoon and we can't decide on what to see. This is a yeah. sure winner." Yeah. So, so that's why it made more money than anything except Star Wars will do. Anyway, enough hate on Beauty and the Beast. Anyway, moving on. Uh, sound editing and sound mixing are separate Oscars, but it's the same five for each. Okay. Can I guess ten? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll give I you, give him a I'll little give smile. You ten guesses. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Link. Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guardians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> maybe Coco. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I don't know all the qu- all the baby ones though. Let's do Kong because I feel like that would have a lot of like okay. streaming of Kong. I will point out that the sound ones are usually, especially these a lot of the technical Oscars, but like the sound ones are usually reserved for the sort of movies like uh, Mad Max Fury Road that the Academy really likes, but they're not really willing to commit to like best picture stuff okay uh i don't really know what to do with that <laughs> <laughs> um a little more blockbustery stuff i guess okay uh sometimes did i say wonder woman no spider-man uh blade runner okay um in your 10 you got four of the five. Oh, nuts Let's, you missed uh, star wars star wars i was gonna say star wars yeah star wars should have been obvious man. star wars was my next <laughs> one and then i saw your last finger okay. go up and i'm like fuck so yeah, four out of five: Baby Driver, Blade Runner, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, Star Wars. Okay. I think, I mean, well, Baby Driver looks like an obvious favorite here, just because. Dunkirk. I'm saying Dunkirk. Okay. I mean, actually, yeah. Now that you think of it, like Dunkirk is, I'm sticking with Baby Driver, but okay. yeah, I see where you're going with that, because, <laughs> well, Baby Driver is just like, it, it's staged like a musical, like everything is in yeah. time with the music and stuff, and that's, yeah. it's really impressive work. But I'm not sure how much of that is but sound design. That might be that just editing. Yeah, that's more Th- editing, was it a nominee and for editing, editing and directing. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sticking with my guess because that's my rule. But yeah, um, Dunkirk's good too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next category. I'm gonna skip best original song because that one's not interesting. <laughs> uh, we'll go to best original score. Best original score. Again, we have five. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go down the list. Logan. 
I want to say Logan. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman was not an original score because it just rehashed what Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL did. Okay. Uh, Star Wars was an original. I'm going to say Blade Runner. Uh, then I'm going to throw out the bullshit ones. Like, let's do fucking Phantom Thread. Uh, Greatest Showman. Oh, that's got to be on there. I swear to Christ if that's not on there. Um, and let's do that one. I didn't. I just did Phantom <laughs> Thread again. Uh, let's do Get Out. One for five. Wow, which that's one? That's miserable. Uh, Phantom Thread, actually. Greatest Showman isn't on there? <laughs> nope. Why? Have you seen it? No, but I've heard the songs and they all sound pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, I think it was on the, yep, it's on Best Original Song. Oh, good. Um, I think the way you're approaching this is flawed because Star Wars got nominated. It's not original, though. It, it's it's not sequel. original musical material, but it's music that is written specifically for that film. Oh. Fucking... <laughs> All right. <laughs> Assholes. Yeah. So I don't know what original means. Yep. So uh, Phantom Thread, Star Wars, Shape of Water, because, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's Alexandre de Plat. Alexandre de Plat, as I like to call him. <laughs> um, I think that one's probably the favorite because it won all the other ones, and everyone says it's the favorite, even though Dunkirk was the real best score this year. Okay. But the Academy doesn't like Hans Zimmer. I think he hasn't won since Lion King. Oh, he did Lion King? Yeah. Not the songs, say, like the music. Oh, yeah, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. Learn something new every day. And then three billboards was the other one. Because I just imagine Hans Zimmer going, ah, <laughs> the way now. <laughs> that is a beautiful visual. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad you mentioned Logan because I think that was a really good score too. Mm-hmm. I remember that one sticking out to me. Honestly, like even the commercials had really good. Like they had the Johnny Cat, Johnny Cash. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'm gonna um, say Dunkirk wins. I, uh, I, I think I'm going for the underdog. I think Shape of Water is going to, but I think Dunkirk should, and I'm also gonna say Dunkirk because the score was absolutely incredible mm-hmm. in that one, and I think it deserves to be honored because yeah. it, along with the sound design, made that movie. Yeah, just no everything to do with the, the sound made that movie Constant. and the score. Yeah, yeah. You go back and you listen to the score. And I don't know, maybe the Academy is music nerdy enough that they'll be excited by the shepherd tones, but I doubt it. I don't. I don't. Think I think so. he's too smart for the Academy. I, I don't think know. the Academy. I think. Well, I think the problem is he's a really good composer, but he writes in kind of a populist vein, where it's like the sort of action movie stuff that people, the normal people, like. I heard my mom yelling in the kitchen. <laughs> Both of us just kind of looked at each other, like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> Yeah. She's still yelling. Quiet on the set! Anyway. Okay, we're good. <laughs> you gotta leave that in. <laughs> yes, I will. Anyway, but I feel like Hans Zimmer, he doesn't get a lot of love because he writes just like sort of classic action movie type, just driving beat yeah. and electric guitars and synthesizers and I wonder, tense strings. I wonder with stuff like, you got like your, your technical things that like, I wonder how many movies... There are that, like, they put so much time and effort into it, and it's something that's, like, a huge achievement, but the f- the thing that you see isn't really, like, that groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe it's, like, a new an- new way of, like, CGI, and it's, like, groundbreaking, but it just looks the same, but it, like, saved them a bunch of money, and, like, the Academy doesn't see that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, 
Because that's kind of what I figured when I said, like, that he's too smart for them. That, like, he makes these, like, shepherd tones, which is, like, amazing and adds to the movie. Mm-hmm. But they don't go, oh, my God, those shepherd tones add so much. They go, I like the dun 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 part. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't think they think of it that way. I think what sounds the most like a nice classic movie score, mm-hmm. um, which is why Shape of Water is probably going to win, because it sounds like a nice classic movie score. And yeah. it's, it's good, but Dunkirk is just much better, and honestly, Mudbound was better, and Logan was better, and neither of those got even nominated. Okay. So. All right. Anyway, hope I'm wrong, but. Hope I I'm right, because I like getting points. Well, I, I mean, I'm <laughs> saying Dunkirk, too, but. All right, we will skip all of the short films and documentaries because none of us saw any of those or uh-huh. heard of any of them. Yeah, um, we'll skip foreign language, even though there's well, a few there any, I'm really excited about. Is there about. any like in the in those things that we have heard of, like anything? Have you heard of Dear Basketball, starring Kobe Bryant? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, if that's the vein of materials that. <laughs> that's in there. <laughs> I'm just like, nope, nothing. All right, here's one I want to cover, but not make you guess because I didn't list the ones. Uh, best animated feature. Uh, Coco. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can think of any more. Ooh, are like DC animated movies in there? They can count. Okay, but they're not in there. I'm not okay. saying yes or no. All right. Uh, so I'm gonna say, oh fuck, but I I really don't think those would count that much. Uh, no, I'm not gonna say any of them. Okay. I'm just say Coco. All right. Yep, Coco's on there. All right, what are they doing? Uh, Loving Vincent, which <gasps> is – oh, yeah, it's that Fuck! one. Yeah. Oh, Apparently that really counts as animated. I see that. Yeah. That definitely is animated because yeah, so it's not live action. Yeah. That, oh, for people who don't that. know, that's the Vincent Van Gogh story, but it's like every frame is a painting Literally, they filmed like the movie, and then they took every single frame, gave it to someone who specialized – gave it to – like thousands of people who specialize in replicating van gogh's art mm-hmm. and had them paint that yeah. it's an entire movie in van gogh art style mm-hmm. and it's fucking I, I have not seen it but i cannot wait to see it whenever i do just the level of technical achievement there is yeah so yeah i think that wins that just feels like it, That's got, i don't think it's really cool but it i just think feels coco's like a gonna win Oscar just because movie. they need a they need a i don't know i don't think that's oscar baity i think they did I think that it is I think they did th- – that's something that I, I would really come cool. up with. That's something that I would come up with on one of our yeah. creative things. It's like let's make a movie about this person in that person's style. It's like – I think I think it's really cool, but I think it's also sort it's of – It's like doing a Tim Burton movie but like get stoned and on acid while making it. Well, I don't know. Imagine uh, like imagine what you think of as the Academy and they're these elitist people who are really out of touch and they probably have to – they probably hate that they have to vote for an animated movie every time because they have to oh, watch yeah. these kind of kid movie things. Yeah. And so I think this one is like, oh, look at this. Sort of I know a, who Van Gogh is. A, a high art, fancy, impressively made movie that we can technically call animated. That just feels like a shoe in yeah, for me. Yeah, that's true. Um, the other three, there's. Was the that a joke, the fact that I'm not wearing shoes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're shitting on me, and I caught it. Yep. Uh, the other three were The Breadwinner, which I think is an Afghani animated movie. I haven't heard of it. Uh, neither have I. And then uh, Ferdinand. Oh. And The Boss Baby. Oh, my God. The Boss Baby is not going to win. I hope not. I am shocked that it was nominated. I think that was just one of those, like, well, we've got four. We'll probably get another one. Why not Lego Batman? That didn't get nominated? Nope. And uh, the Boss Baby and Ferdinand. Oh, that's did. why Chris McKay seemed a little bitter on Twitter. Yeah, he was like, "Congratulations to my colleagues in the animated movie world." It's like, 
fuck. <laughs> it's even a little salty. I thought it was like, a, we did it! But now it's like, you did it, you dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yep. I don't think it stands up to the Lego movie, though. No, no, I don't think it is, but... Because it, it seemed a little more jerky and kind of less. No, yeah, it's refined. it's clearly not as good a movie as Lego Movie. The story is not as well contained, but it's entertaining and it's fun and it's made with a lot of heart and yeah. it, it it makes sense and it's still a very good movie. Mm-hmm. And I think I haven't seen Boss Baby or Ferdinand, but surely it is better than both of those. Possibly, most likely. I know you hate Lego Batman, but I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, you take. It's like if they made a Lego uh, Idris Elba movie and then, like, shat all over the person that you know mm-hmm. with, like, bullshit comedy and things that would not happen. Mm-hmm. It's See, it's funny because I also know hardcore Batman fans that are like, this is the most faithful Batman story in I, years. I just – it's not – I mean, hardcore Batman fans, like, what does that mean? Like, people are like, I like Batman. They buy Batman shirts and they have Batman posters. No, but they've never read who, a single like, read fucking... Batman comments. Okay. Because I've read, I've met Batman fans who like are like that. They have like a right. Batman mug and a Batman shirt, and they've never read a single Batman comic. Right. And it's like, so, uh, what's Bane's real name? They're like, uh, uh, trying to think about it. And it's like, obviously, you have no idea. Right. Because Bane's real name is fucking Bane. <laughs> he has I was no like, name. wait, I've never even heard he had a real name. No, that's that's like that's usually my like gotcha ch- like question. Okay. It's like, what's Bane's real one. name? And they're like, uh, because then you know they don't know. Yeah. They're usually like, something Gonzalez, because he's, like, Mexican? It's like, you're an idiot. That feels mildly racist. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that person say something. I've had that person say something like that. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. We're starting to get into the interesting ones. Uh, For screenplay, there's best adapted and original, but it's not obvious which ones are based on things. So I will just say there's ten total screenplay nominations, and let you guess, and I'll count it for both. All right. Let's do... I haven't seen Justice League win one yet, or nominated one yet. Have I? Have I? Didn't you pick it for like uh, visual effects? Or? Yeah, but didn't actually. It wasn't nominated, oh, was it? Okay. Uh, well, let's say let's say Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk, Baby Driver, mm-hmm. Blade Runner, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I got four more. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go fucking uh, Wapota, mm-hmm. uh, The Post. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say. Wonder and Beauty and the Beast. That rocks. Really? <laughs> Two for ten. What the fuck? <laughs> you were you were picking like the blockbustery ones. Not Who the, are these nominators? Not the not the artsy indie ones that actually have the interesting screenplays. Uh, so original, we have uh, the Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, Shape of Water. There's one for you. Yeah. And three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Oh, um, damn it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's. I haven't seen three of those, but I've seen Shape of Water and Three Billboards, and mm-hmm. I really liked the writing in both those. And I'm kind of leaning Three Billboards, so I'll go with that one. I'm I gonna guess. say Get Out. Okay, that is probably also a good one from what I hear about it, mm-hmm. and I really need to see that one. Adapted screenplay. This one's interesting. Uh, so Call Me by Your Name, Disaster Artist, Logan. Yay! First time a superhero movie has ever been napped. Uh, nafted. Napkined. Yes. First, first time it's ever had its name written on a napkin by the Oscar voters. It was like, oh, that was a good movie. It had a good screenplay. Let's include it. <laughs> Preston <laughs> is letting the, the reflection on his phone screen bounce off the wall, and he's following it like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other two were Molly's Game and Mudbound, but 
It's re- so yeah, it's the first superhero movie that's ever gotten a screenplay nomination, cool. which I think is really really cool, and I'm Kay. really excited about that. And I think there's no way it wins because I think it's a big enough step for the Academy to be like, well, this is pretty good. It's nominated at least. Yeah. But I don't think it wins. All right. So I'm gonna say three billboards. Was that a nominee? That was original. Oh fuck. What else? Uh, uh, Call me by your name. Disaster artist. Logan. Molly's game. Mudbound. Uh, disaster artist. Probably for me. I'm going to go with Call Me By Your Name, but yeah. I haven't seen any of them except no. for Logan, and if Logan's not going to win, fuck if I know. Yeah, I don't know. And I'll Those give, both seem good. I'll give the Franco Bros a little shout-out. Mm-hmm. Good for them. I want to see it. I need to see The Room, then I need to see that. Yeah, we should do that. What's next? Uh, actress. Oh. Supporting actress. Supporting actress. Mm-hmm. We have oh, five. Good. Justice League, or not, sorry, not Justice League, uh, uh, Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, possibly Leia, Baby Driver. I don't know which movies have a female in it of those random ones. Right. We should have planned this better and had you, like, watch the trailer for them or something. Possibly. That would have helped. We'll do that next time. I'm going to say The Big Sick, because I think she's the supporting actress. I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure who was the main. I'm going to say Darkest Hour and I, Tonya. Hey, I, Tonya's on there. Yes! <laughs> I was actually <laughs> kind of hoping, because I feel like that one has a lot of females in it. Yeah, it's um uh, Allison Janney. As I think Tanya's mom. Okay. And not who I was figuring it was gonna be. But no, but from the trailers, from the trailers, she looks really good. Okay. Uh, Mary Blige for Mudbound. Okay. She was really good. I can attest to that. Uh, Leslie Manville from Phantom Thread. Don't know who that is. Haven't seen that. So did I get one out of five? Yes. Awesome. Uh, Lori Metcalf from Ladybird, who I think is the titular Ladybird's mother. Okay. Again, good year for mothers. And then Octavia Spencer from Shape of Water, because of course every time Octavia Spencer is in something, she gets nominated because yeah. she's amazing. <laughs> I don't know if she'll win. I'm gonna go with uh, I Tanya. I am also going to. I've I've watched the trailers for the movie for most of these, and she looked really convincing in the trailer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. There you go. Supporting actor. Supporting actor. Uh, let's say Dunkirk. Baby Driver. There's one movie on here that's on here twice, so just four movies. Two oh. different two different supporting actors. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna say Dunkirk, Baby Driver, Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. Should I, should I only say four, or should I try to get that second one? Ah, fuck Probably it, just say four. Okay. <laughs> so Baby Driver. Uh, let's say Disaster Artist and Get Out. Okay, that's a good list, but you're over four. What the fuck? <laughs> I hate this. It's the worst. Yeah. Oh. Um, so the one with two was three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, because Woody Harrelson and Sam Rockwell were both absolutely phenomenal. Okay. Um, and I think I think Rockwell's probably the favorite. Okay. Um, Richard Jenkins from Shape of Water. Uh, Willem Dafoe from the Florida Project, which I guess I forgot was on there. No. Okay. Um, that was not fair. And then this one is funny. <laughs> Christopher Plummer from All the Money in the World, who took over Kevin Spacey's role like two months from the release and reshot all his scenes. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Because they kicked Kevin Spacey out because yeah. apparently he's a terrible person. And so I mean, now we knew that before. And now it was just confirmed that he's we, like We kind of knew he was like a jerk or a weird guy or something. But then now it's like, okay, yeah, he's yeah, just actually John Bernthal didn't like working with him on baby driver john bernthal seems like a stand-up guy who wouldn't put up with any nonsense so anyway all right but i, I just think that's hilarious it's like yeah i'm just gonna come in and like fix your movie and then oh i'm gonna get an oscar nomination because yeah. this this movie was 
supposedly just sort of a an Oscar vehicle for Kevin Spacey originally. Oh, really? Just and then like, someone came in and took it, took then, it from him? It was like, nope, you're a bad person. Someone else is going to come in and just take it from you. That's awesome. <laughs> you just had a lined-up, guaranteed Oscar, and you you blew it. Yeah. Um, just put a random one down for me. Okay. Fuck it. As much as I love, uh, as much as I love the Christopher Plummer story, I'm gonna go with three billboards. Okay. You can have Florida Project because I heard. I Willem was gonna, I was gonna really say Willem Dafoe, just because mm-hmm. I feel like I've heard he was good. I in think that. yeah, I think that was really good. All right, we're on to the big four: Best Actress, uh, Wonder Woman, gotta be Shape of Water, uh, Star Wars, um, I Tanya, and Lady Bird. Three for five. Close enough. Good yep. enough. Uh, Shape of Water, I, Tanya, and Lady Bird. Um, and then The Post with Meryl Streep. Oh, okay. Because it's Meryl, Meryl Streep, Streep and she's in a Steven Spielberg. Like, what more can you ask for, Academy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Frances McDormand from Three Billboards. Okay. Which. They didn't give Daisy Ridley? Daisy Ridley kicked ass in that most recent Yeah, but it's a blockbuster. And Fair blockbusters enough. do not do well at the, the big ones. Mm. Just warning you of that because there's three more big categories coming up. Okay. Thank you. So. Star Wars and superhero movies are not going to be super well represented in these. Okay, so I'm just I'm gonna say I Tanya because I heard she was amazing. I it. yeah, like I I'm gonna go with three billboards because Frances McDormand was fantastic, but I think I Tanya was a pretty good guess too. Yeah. And I mean Sally Hawkins, uh, her character was mute, and that sort of gimmick is often looked on kindly yeah. by the Academy if you do something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's the favorite. And then I mean you're going up against. Meryl Streep, and then uh, Cersei Ronan from Lady Bird is supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good that's a good one. I think there's five yeah. very strong good, contenders, good contenders there. Yeah. So okay, and yeah. I but I just I can't get enough of Frances McDormand from Three yeah. Billboards. It's a ferocious performance. Okay, um, I'm, a, I'm just gonna keep this list and watch them in the next few days. A few days. That's a lot of things to yeah, watch, I but mean, I'll try to get to Some it. of them are like still in theaters, but like limited release, so we'd have to go to a fancy one up in OKC or yeah. something. Ugh, I hate those people. Yeah. All right. Okay. Best um, actor. Best actor. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go Abe from fucking Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go Disaster Artist. Mm-hmm. The Big Sick. Mm-hmm. And, oh, shit. Uh, how many do I have left? Okay. Two more. Uh, Roman J. Israel Esquire mm-hmm. and the fuck. Where'd it go? Darkest Hour. Mm-hmm. The last two were very good. The other three, no. Okay. What was the second one you said? Shoot, I'm forgetting. Not Shape uh, of Water. Disaster Artist. Disaster Artist. That yeah. was that was surprised. I was surprised that wasn't on there. Yeah. Uh, the other three were Daniel Day Lewis for Phantom Thread because it's Daniel Day Lewis, and also he's retiring. So yeah. They gotta give it to him. Yeah. I don't know if they'll give not the give it to him, award, but nominate but him. Yeah, gotta nominate him. Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. Okay. I don't know. And uh, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out. Okay. So, yeah, I think I think it's not quite as compelling a race as Best Actress, but I feel like she has good performances on there. I'm going to say Darkest Hour. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that, too. Just because, like, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Come on. And they, He's uh, so good. Yeah, and they love a good biopic where you're you're doing the someone famous and – but you pull it into the bit physically and yeah. yeah it's so I don't know. But last uh, one. Last nope, we got oh. director too. Okay, director. Oh fuck. I don't know. Uh, five. Spielberg, get out, uh the shape of water, as always. Uh Dunkirk and I got one more left. Say three billboards. Three for five, not bad. Okay. Dunkirk, get out and shape of water. 
Cool. Um, so the ones that I was confident in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Lady Bird and Phantom Thread were the other two. Okay. But um, I'm glad because I don't think Christopher Nolan's been nominated for Best Director before. I doubt that. I'm not sure. I feel like I've seen from the uh, uh, Oscar-winning director well, or whatever. I think he's I think he's won other. Um, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm I'm actually looking this up right now because I'm curious. Okay. No, yeah, he's been nominated for screenplay twice, best picture twice, and then best director only this year for Dunkirk. Okay. I think I think again he's kind of a little bit too populist for the Academy. They yeah. like their elite elitist indie dramas and stuff and gotcha. he he does sort of it's not pure blockbuster, but it's sort of that in between spends a bunch of money and is big and spectacular yeah. type of thing. I'm um, gonna say Alright, so what were they again? Shape of Water. Shape of Water, Dunkirk, Dunkirk Get yeah, Out. I'm gonna say Get Out. Okay. He's getting so much praise for that. Yeah. And it's awesome. I love to see someone step out of their out of their niche that they're kind of forced into. Like being <laughs> a being a fucking key and peel yeah. stuck in that. And then he just comes out and makes this like mm-hmm. super gritty, like and just like the ridiculous amount of like foreshadowing you can see. Like, uh you've seen have you seen Get Out yet? No. Oh. Do you know what it it's all about? Do you Not know what the twist really. at the end is? No, don't oh, tell Okay, me. I won't tell you. Yeah, I know no. what it is. I'm, I'm I had really, it for me. I'm really interested to see but it. But there's foreshadowing throughout, and it's mm-hmm. like such cool shit. I would if if I became like a filmmaker, I would want to work with him. Like he would be my mm-hmm. dream, dream like collaborator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and do you think do you think it helps this case that the Academy is kind of making a conscious effort to become more racially aware, more diverse? Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think that's. I think it's unfortunate that if I, I think it's unfortunate that if, if he that he gets nominated because he's black. I, I don't think he got nominated because he's black. I, from what I understand, he got nominated because it's a very well directed yeah. film. No, I know. It, that's why I hope mm-hmm. it's like I want that to win, but I want it to be because of the right. quality, not because like right. oh we're yeah we're not racist. <laughs> I'll have to see it to judge for myself, but I kind of feel like Moonlight might have won last year just because because of that. Yeah, because I don't. It, it certainly wasn't an obviously better film than La La Land or Manchester by the Sea or mm-hmm. something like that. And, I mean, personally, I thought La La Land should have been a clear winner. Yeah. but it, um, Almost was. <laughs> it was for about a minute and a half. Harvey, or Steve Harvey, part two. Oh, I was watching, like, the just, like, the Twitter feed as they were going through, and it was like, okay, best picture, La La Land. And they wrapped up, and I was like, okay, good. It won. I'm going to bed. And then Wait, I woke up nope, the next morning, nope. and it was like, Oscar debacle. What? <laughs> Who's Not Oscar to debacle? <laughs> uh, right. Not to not to crap all over Moonlight. It's a really good movie. Yeah. But I I feel like it might have been helped by kind of the Academy trying to fill its diversity quotient. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. All right. Um. Last thing. I'm gonna guess. Oh uh, shit! Did I say? Uh, get, yeah, I said get out. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. Dunkirk, just for the heck of it, because I really like Dunkirk. Okay. Okay. Uh, best, best picture. I think picture. we have nine. Oh, nine. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's kind of just go Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. Get out. Mm-hmm. I Tanya. Mm-hmm. Three billboards. Mm-hmm. Mudbound. Mm-hmm. Darkest hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. Lady Bird. Mm-hmm. Call me by your name. I think you just might have gone eight for nine. Oh sir. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think you, the post is the one you missed. Oh, nuts. Um, What's the one that I guess that isn't on there? Uh, I don't remember which one I got, so <laughs> I we don't can know. 
the the nine that got it are Call Me By Your Name, Dark Tower, Dunkirk, Get Out, Ladybird, Phantom Thread, Post, Shape of Water, Three Bilbo's. Phantom Thread. Did I guess Phantom Thread? I think you did. Okay. I Tanya. That was the one you guessed. Oh, okay. Right. Eight for nine. Way to close it out. Hell yes, boy. All right. So. So I'm going to say. That's an interesting race. I'm going to say Get Out. Okay. Because I really like. Like, I haven't seen the movie, <laughs> but I've gotten so much just, like, secondary kind of picking mm-hmm. it up that I think it's a fucking amazing movie. Okay. Because it, it tests the boundaries of what a movie really does, mm-hmm. like, plot-wise, mm-hmm. and it's weird. Okay. That's good. Okay. So I'm saying yeah. get out. Okay. I think and director and picture usually go together. Yep. So I think that's probably a good guess. I don't know. I think it's an interesting race. I don't think Dunkirk will get it, just because it's, it's a little too blockbuster again. Uh, Darkest Hour, probably not. Um, the Post, I heard, was kind of boring and lackluster. I think Three Billboards of Shape of Water, Lady Bird, and Get Out are probably the favorites. I don't I don't think that Best Picture necessarily avoids blockbusters, because Moonlight was kind of... It wasn't... No. Mo- Moonlight wasn't Three Billboards-y. Did you see Moonlight? Well, I didn't see fucking any of the others. I didn't see Get Out. <laughs> Moonlight was. I mean, I also didn't see Baby Driver in the theaters. Well, yeah, but so you can't ask me if I saw it to clarify if it's an indie or blockbuster because I'm hit no, or miss Moonlight, on that. Moonlight is not. Oh, okay, even, it's probably it's more indie than Three Billboards. Oh, okay. It's it's a like a first not a first. I think it might have been a first time director and like no big name actors really. And, oh. Um. Okay. Didn't Chadwick Boswick? Chad? No, uh, uh, Mahershala Ali was oh, in it. Okay. Um, and Naomi Harris is that her name? Don't know. Maybe. Mm, I'm gonna go with Shape of Water. Okay. The ones that get a lot of nominations often win. But yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's an interesting race again. I think last yeah. year it was between several good films, and I think well this year again is is between several good films. Yep. So I'm gonna do a little tallying here real quick. What's my score? Out of 82 possible points. I got seven. No, you got 34. Yeah, that's not that bad. Okay, that's about, so then. That's about a fourth. Come on, math. Uh, 41. So 4.1. Yeah. Of course. All right. Us. Four brownie points for Preston. Four brownie points. Yay! <laughs> yeah. One thing I wanted to point out that I'm not sure if we caught us going through it in this kind of listy format. Yeah. Boss Baby got one nomination. Wonder Woman got zero. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) That's going to catch a lot of shit. Yeah. The problem is, though, like, I've been thinking about it. What would you nominate Wonder Woman for? Best Actress? Okay. Best Supporting Actor? Chris Pine was good in it. Best Supporting Actress? Uh, Dr. Poison was good acting. I don't think that that would have been... Okay, maybe not. Not Oscar level. Uh, the music was pretty good. It was... Kind of standardy blockbuster stuff, I think. I, I don't know, but it. I don't know. I think I think again, it's enough of a blockbuster, and that factor really negatively affects it for the big categories. That yeah. There's no way Chris Pine would have nominated. I. There's a good argument for Gal Gadot as mm-hmm. best actress, but again, it's it's kind of a big blockbustery one. Visual effects were not spectacular. Uh, yeah, sound design and stuff didn't have anything going for it. And usually, that's the sort of movie that like if the Academy likes it. It, they'll nominate it for technical awards, but it didn't have anything good enough in the technical categories. Mm-hmm. 
It's just like a really, it's a good movie all around. Why are you doing that? <laughs> He's turned his headphones so like the band is around his eyes and he looks like a weird feature person from some like 60s sci-fi movie like, or something. I look like the reading Rainbow Man. Oh boy. Yep. Get it? Get it? No, I don't get you it. You don't actually get it? Do you not get it? <laughs> I don't get it. Oh, uh, I've guy heard who, of reading Rainbow. Guy who, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, fuck. I want to say Lamar. I can't remember his name for the life of me right now. Mm-hmm. Guy who played the Reading Rainbow guy played uh George Jordy in uh, Star Trek: Next Generation. The guy who has the visor. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's the same guy. Okay. So that's why I call him Reading Rainbow Man. All right. So that's anyway. That was a bizarre. Anyway, joke. that was that was a, yep. That was out there. Anyway. Yeah. So Shape of Water had thirteen nominations, which is the most. Oh, I have a list of ones that were nominated for multiple. Yeah, Shape of Water was. Uh, 13, Dunkirk was 8, and Three Billboards was 7. Okay. Some good set of nominations there. I'm, I was excited to see Mudbound got four nominations. Okay. Because it's a Netflix original. How many did Get Out get? Uh, also four. Good. Um, Mudbound, again, might, if, if we assume that the Academy is, like, trying to be more racially sensitive i guess then mudbound might be helped again Mm because i think that was a black director and writers and a lot of the cast and it was a very good movie don't know where i was going with that okay (laughs) (laughs) um yeah okay yeah oscars man so what do they even mean we'll we'll come back and revisit this list after yeah when's the oscars next year no surely not i think it's like march oh really it's late this year oh good lord yeah all right well we will We'll we'll come, come back, back to, to that briefly when it when it happens. When it happens, and we'll announce who won and mm-hmm. who has to buy the other person's movie ticket for the next movie. Mm-hmm. I have to pee very badly now. It just hit me. <laughs> okay, well we better shall wrap we? this up. Shall we shall. Thanks everyone for listening. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Tell us what you think should win the Oscars for everything. If you're on Facebook, do that same thing. Go on Twitter and follow us there. Wow, you're doing. If you are quickly. on SoundCloud. You can follow us there. You can find us there. Uh, go on iTunes. Do the iTunes thing. And thank you for listening. Tell a friend. Uh, we have another thing. Uh, if you want to, well, I mean, we always have to. <laughs> I'm I'm dying right now. Uh, we're gonna do next episode is for Black Panther. We're gonna talk about Black Panther. So let us know what you guys think about that movie, what you expect from the movie, mm-hmm. and what you think it's gonna do terribly in. If you're a fan of Black Panther comics, tell us what some of the best stories are. I'm interested. Yes. I've only read a tiny bit of Black Panther. That'd ever. be fun. I want to hear the I comments hear all about it. Yeah. About that. So you should mm-hmm. hurry up and become fans of us, and then everyone comments into our comment section because. <laughs> Yes, like, do that thing. Yeah, do it. <laughs> okay, bye. 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 Go pee. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Have fun.